women aren't attracted to you talking about yourself. Really, we're attracted to you putting your attention on us. Yes. Your quality attention on us is sexy as fuck. It makes us want to have sex with you. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Men, Girl Talk Edition. Girl Girl Talk! Talk. This one is special because we fucked up the last recording. (laughs) And by we, I mean me. (laughs) So we all make mistakes. You know what? We're rolling with it. Um, But I actually wanted to re-record this episode in particular because I think this topic is valuable. We're talking about a relationship skill that makes us fall in love. And I don't think I'm overstating that. I think, especially based on our last discussion and what we're going to share here tonight, um, I really feel like this is um, often missed and often sort of not shared. At least I know in in the past I haven't shared it with partners, so I'm really happy to be sharing it here and kind of like putting it out into the the universe. So what's the skill? What's the skill? What's the skill? (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, tell me, tell me. Drum roll. Okay. So, um... Before we get into that, <laughs> cliffhanger, um, we're just going to go around like normal and do our names, our ages, our relationship status, zero to ten. Zero is totally whoa, single, whoa. Ten is whoa, I am in a relationship, people. Ten, 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 ten. Super curious to hear where Nance falls on this today. Oh <laughs> Girl talk! So, um, yeah, I'm Mel. Um, I'm in my late 30s, and I would say I'm like a two. I'm like standing strong at a two. Nice. Thanks. Yes, thanks. <laughs> hey, y'all. This is Nancy. The moment of truth here. I guess my writing changes every minute. <laughs> no, but it's been it's been consistent with the last time that we talked. So I'm I'm not. I would say I can't even remember what I said anymore. Last time I think you said four. a four. I okay. think you said a four. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna yeah, say, say four. four. This time? I was yeah. gonna say three and a half. Three and a half. Oh. Okay, so it's gone down. Went down. Half All right. A point. I was right. actually expecting that it wouldn't go up. So this is an oh, interesting twist. Okay. Twisty twist. Okay. Um, hey everyone, uh, this is Z. I'm in my mid 30s, and I am zero single, meaning I'm single, but I'm enjoying it and loving it. Single AF. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. I'm not. Not. Single and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm loving it right now. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Okay. Um, So, yeah. So this this episode is about a skill that um, the masculine can bring to the feminine that is very sexy. And the short version of what this is, is a man putting attention on us. But specifically, what we mean by that is like, asking deep questions and kind of drawing us out and eliciting our story, our truth, our feelings, things like that. Um, And what this does for us is pretty profound. And you're going to hear a lot in the stories and we'll kind of like start talking about why. But part of the reason I wanted to do this episode is because I have noticed that 
when this skill is missing, when I'm not feeling this from a man, I don't really want to see him again. And I'm going to be honest, I haven't been honest with men in the past about that. So I just want to kind of like put it out there because I'm like, this is something I've sort of feel like I've withheld in terms of my truth. That's really important because I haven't known how to say like, I kind of need this. And I'm raising my hand. Mel, why have you withheld this? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to that. I think we should okay. do the stories. So I feel like it, it kind of like happens organically through stories. Um, so... Same as always, we're just going to go around and we're going to tell a story of a time that it wasn't working for us and then what happened and then we'll do a time when it was showing up and this was a skill that a man brought and what the effect of that was. Who would like to start? I think you. Z thinks I should start. Yeah. You had some I feel good ones last unprepared. Time. <laughs> I feel unprepared. Okay, I'll start. Um, all right. Well, okay. I'll, I'll probably use the same example, which is, um, so I met this guy. And I was really excited about this guy. I had, like, a big crush on him. I would I would come home and talk about him. He was a friend of a friend. And I was, like, not at all sure that he had noticed me. Like, really not sure. Like, I was like, I don't think he really knows who I am. Like, I'm not even sure he remembers my name. Like, I really don't think this is going well. Um, not confident. <laughs> not at all. I was not at all confident. So um, you can imagine my surprise and delight when I got a Facebook message from him. And he was like, hey, I want to take you on a date. And I was like, what? First of all, you remembered my name. Like, obviously, you looked me up. And, like, that's really cool and ballsy. And, like, hell yeah, I'm going to go on a date with you. I was super excited. Really excited. Um, Dressed up, did the whole thing. And we went out here in L.A. And um, to make a long story short, um, he probably talked 90% of the time. So... Uh, he like picked me up and he talked in the car and then we got to like a juice place or something. And then he kept talking and then we went outside the juice place and then we went for a walk and like, it was probably like four hours total. Like he picked me up at six, he probably dropped me off at 10 PM, something like that. And I, I got home from the date. He like dropped me off. I got home and I cried. Yeah. And I, um, remember like feeling, um, confused because there was a part of me that was like, I don't really understand why you asked me out if you don't actually want to know who I am. Like it was like a really confusing experience of being like, I don't really get it. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. And then also, um, I felt like really invisible. Yeah. Like, I I had this feeling of, like, I don't even really feel like I exist, which is weird, but that was the experience that I had. Yeah, that's a shitty feeling. Yeah, and I I remember having this thought or this sense of, like, wow, like, I don't think that this man wanted me to feel this way. No. Right? Like, so, like, he, he, like, asked me out. He picked me up. He dropped me off. He took me on a date, and I'd be, like... I was like, I don't think he has any idea that I'm crying right now. No idea. So, like, there's the, like, experience he wanted me to have, which is, like, lit up, excited, turned on, radiant, whatever. Oh, and I should also mention that he did kiss me on the date. And it was it was fine. It was okay. It was it was good. It was whatever. Um, but I didn't, like, by the time he kissed me toward the end of the date, I already felt, like, not seen and, like, yeah. kind of invisible. Yeah. And so, again, I was just sort of, like, a little confused. Which affects everything. Right. Exactly. Yes. So, yeah. so anyway, so I remember get, like crying and being like, this is such a strange sensation. Cause I feel like usually like if you have a fight with your boyfriend or something happens and you're upset, 
it's not a mystery to him that you're upset. Like, he, you know what I mean? Like, the delta between how he yeah. thinks you feel and how you feel. Not that big, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's, like, kind of aware there's something going on. But this this was really strange because I I was like, I don't think that he knows that I feel this way. And and I do. Yeah. And I can, and I just want to mention, like, same, uh, almost the same, not exactly the same, but, like, a very, very similar story um, of an insta-date that I went on. You know when you, like, go out and you meet someone, like, at a festival or something, mm-hmm. and you end up spending, like, the whole afternoon together, and mm-hmm. they didn't technically ask you out, but you're like, this is kind of a date. Like, mm-hmm. okay, so I went on an insta-date with this guy who I was in an ice cream place, and he had gotten stood up by someone, and he was like, do you want to share my table? And, and so I shared his table, which was really sweet. However, again, um, he talked about himself quite a bit, and I should also mention, like, I was definitely asking him some questions and, you know, kind of, like moving the conversation forward in a way. Um, and so I wouldn't say it's like all his fault or whatever that he was talking about himself so much, but the emotional impact was the same, which was like maybe like halfway through the encounter, I started to just feel checked out, sad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Checked out and sad and invisible. Yeah. I went to the bathroom. I came back and I like, I was still asking him questions. I don't think that he noticed, but I was already kind of like, yeah, 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 exactly. Man. And so, yeah. and so, like, we traded info at the end and everything. And he he kept in touch with me. He was pretty good about it. But I was already kind of like, you kind of didn't yeah, care. Yeah, I kind of didn't care. Yeah. So yeah. So th- those were my experiences. And I would say just like the effect overall on me was like, <laughs> like I don't really right want to see this person again. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, he stayed in touch with you because you felt you made him feel important. With all of the questions that yes. you asked. And he got him. to yes. share who he was and he got to feel lit up and turned on and all of those things that we also want to feel. Right. Yeah. So that's a really good equally. point. That's yeah. a really good point. Cause I think, I think you're right. I think he felt really seen mm-hmm. and I think he felt really like, wow, like maybe he even like realized some things about himself. Like we talked about that, the relationship that he'd been in, that, the woman who'd stood him up basically. Oh. Um, and like, you know, he was sharing all these things and it, it was interesting. Like, it's not that it wasn't interesting, but it just didn't, it didn't feel balanced to me. Yeah. Um, but you're right. That makes sense. Like, I think he really felt close to me and wanted to keep in touch with me and probably really wanted to see me again. Yeah. And, um, and that wasn't my experience. When he followed up with you, did he take the opportunity to ask you questions and get to know you when he followed up with you? Uh, no. Okay. Like, not yeah. really. Yeah. Because, because I think it's important for guys to hear yeah. that it's not necessarily like we need an entirely balanced conversation all the time. Mm-hmm. We just need to feel like we're seen and that we're important and you want to get to know us as a human yeah. that right. you want to connect with. Yeah. yeah. It almost feels as though if there was someone else in your position, like you would just replace you know you with another girl and I'm not saying this is true yeah I'm saying but that this is yes. what it feels like that right like feel. anybody yeah, else exactly. can sit in that 100. seat at that ice cream shop across yep. from him and he would have you know like Just nod and look pretty and ask him oh yeah. oh mm. and how was that and yeah. how was that yeah, yeah I think that's a really good point I think there there's there was definitely for me a feeling of like what just from I don't know how you two experience it, but for me it's like what just happened? Like I have like yeah. this like uh-huh. uh, not like a car crash exactly, but sort of like like I got home from that date where I cried and I was like, what what <laughs> like what what just happened? Like I yeah. feel like confused, and right. then it takes me a while to be like, oh, I felt invisible, uh, and yeah, then yeah. I can sort of place it. But I don't know about you. I don't know. There's just this sense of like like losing myself a little bit of like 
I don't even, I don't even know like what, what happened. Yeah. That resonates with me. Okay. 110%. Interesting. Usually I'm in the moment and I'm asking the questions and yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, putting the attention on you and then I'll have to go home and then I'll think about it. I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I had a terrible time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's oh. weird. It's a weird. It's a weird. Oh. It's a weird sensation. It's a weird sensation. Okay, so let's let's keep going on this. Other people's okay. stories of this. Go I will go next. Okay, if that's okay. Yeah, because I'm realizing the just similarities in our stories this the second time around that I'm hearing it, mm-hmm. and I I had a pretty similar experience in in many ways, actually. So I went on a four hour date with a guy that who I'd met in New York and we had gone to Central Park that day and there was no real plan to start off with. We kind of just, he was like 30 minutes before I was actually supposed to be there. He was like, meet me at Central Park. And so I was like, I'll, I'll show up. And then we just sat around the park talking well, he was talking. <laughs> uh, excuse me. <laughs> he was talking for about 80% of the time. And he, you know, I similar to you, I asked him a lot of questions because I love to make people feel special and important and the center of, you know, the world, the universe. And, you know, he just kind of... Um, I don't know if took advantage is the right word. It, it kind of felt like that. Um, I know that wasn't his intention per se, yeah. but mm. you know, he really took advantage of the fact that I asked a lot of questions, yeah. like share a lot about himself. And then on that date, I, he had also kissed me and I wasn't super excited, you know, mm-hmm. because I had spent about maybe three and a half hours at that point listening to him speak and not asking me a ton of questions or at least not thoughtful questions. You know, sometimes I would ask a question and then he would use that as what about uh, you? Right. Right. Like yeah. what about you or you or, you know, yeah. <laughs> you use my question not coming up with his own question. Right. Which is, by the way, not like a terrible thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's more like, is there then a follow up question? Like, did right. you listen to what I said right. and then want to know more about that? Right. Like, I don't no. think like, what about you is, is, bad overall I personally think that's great mm-hmm. if there's then a like oh interesting and how right. about this like right yeah but that was the only question and it didn't even happen all that often right yeah, yeah. so anyway so then four hours later later he kisses me not super excited about it I go home and I'm also like yeah similar to you I'm like what just what just happened mm. and I I like to live in the moment and so I don't want to you know get caught up and be like upset yeah I'm gonna continue to ask you questions and you know just do innately do what I I'm called to do in the moment right um but I think just from hearing your story and thinking about my story like people need to take accountability for the things they both do and don't do right mm-hmm. which is interesting you you have to take accountability for the fact that you even though I was asking you a ton of questions you didn't make a deliberate effort to throw in your own questions and to be curious mm-hmm. and that may have looked like sometimes interrupting me and being like well I really want to talk about you as well right yeah. I want to balance out this conversation because I feel like I've been talking a lot yeah so 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for saying that because I, I do actually yeah. remember a moment at the ice cream store where I remember the guy saying something like, I've been talking a lot. What about you? And I, and I appreciated that like shift of attention, but the question, what about you? I was like, I don't like, what do you, yeah, I mean, what, what, what exactly? What about me? Like, what do you want to know? Like like, to know? Right, I need a specific question to feel like you do want to know who yeah. I am. Yeah. And there was a part of me that like wanted to rush to reassure him like, Oh no, no, no it's okay. Because I didn't know how to say like, yeah, you have, yeah. like I, you're right. Cause I, I was like, I don't know. I felt inhibited. I don't know. I felt like I'd be a bitch. Honestly, if I'm being honest, that's, that's a very common experience with lots of women Yeah, that when they get that question back at them, it's our natural like tendency of society to want to be like, Oh no, 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 no. Like it's okay. Yeah. Instead of actually the honest answer is like, thank you. I would love for you to ask me some fucking questions and be curious about yes. me. That feels fucking awesome. Yes. Keep doing more of that. Right. Thank you. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Because I did, I definitely didn't feel empowered in that moment to be like, yeah, yeah, you have. I would love some attention. That would be great. Yeah. Even though maybe I could have said that and yeah. not sounded like a bitch. I really don't know. If you said it like that. that, that would have been wicked cute. Like, I'd be like, oh my god, yeah, I'd love some attention. What do you want to know about me? Okay, I like that. Maybe that's a good strategy we can employ. And I don't know. But, um, okay, so, uh, but anyway, I wanted to just say thank you for saying that because that I do think happens for men sometimes where they're like, oh shit. I've been speaking for a really long time, you know, like, I think a lot of them have that oh shit moment. Like I, I, I told this story last time, but I think it's really relevant of like, when I first moved to LA, I went out with this guy, friend of a friend. And it was like, again, one of those pseudo dates where it was like, okay, it's not technically a date. We're just going to get together for coffee, but like, it's kind of a date. And, um, again, like talked about himself like 85% of the time. And, Again, like I was, I was asking some questions and follow up questions and stuff like that. Um, but then after the date, non date, he texted me and was like, "Hey, I feel bad. I I talked like almost the whole time. You know, I'd love to hear about you." Or I can't remember how he ended that message, but I personally appreciated the validation of like, "Yeah, like you're right. Like you did, you did talk about your, yourself almost the whole time." And I think that that was partly because he liked me. Yeah. And he wanted to like qualify himself. Yeah. Right. right? He wanted yeah. to like prove that I should like him too, that he was like worthy cool or worthy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's been my experience of a lot of these encounters of I'm like, I think that you're actually talking a lot because you want me to like you. Yeah. And you and it's having the opposite effect. Like you are talking about yourself and like trying to qualify yourself to me and it's actually turning me off. Yeah. Yeah. And so like the thing that you want mm -hmm. is, you're is doing like, the opposite. Is, right. Is the effect of what you're doing. And so that's kind of like the most important thing I think on this subject is like women aren't attracted to you talking about yourself. <laughs> really. We're attracted to you putting your attention on us. Yes. Your quality attention on mm -hmm. us is sexy as fuck. Yeah. It makes us want to have sex with you. Like yeah. that's like that's like a you know a true. It's not the only thing. Like you also got to be bringing your power. Like I also got to feel like you know your sexuality has to be present in in certain moments. It can't just be that. Mm -hmm. But man, like that is really sexy. And mm -hmm. also like part of what makes me want to be with you, be with you, right? Mm -hmm. So like not just have sex with you. That's why that's the title of this episode is like, there's something about the depth of that when you can elicit, when you can draw me out, that makes me want to like commit to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I actually shared 
that feedback with the guy that I was dating and Which feedback? the the fact that he was that talking he a lot talk, that he talks a lot uh, and how did that go I'm curious what was that conversation like he said that I didn't share with him that specific I didn't share with him that specific date but I just said, like, in general in our mm. relationship, which I maybe I could have been, you know, a little bit more specific there. And maybe that could have been more effective. Who knows at this point? I mean, I don't know. But he said that. <laughs> oh, God. What did he say? <laughs> yeah. dun, dun, dun. He said that that what I shared was far from how he perceived. Yeah, I believe that himself to be in the relationship Mm. so you said um hey boo you talk like 80 (laughs) percent of the time that we're together and he was like really i feel like it's 50 50 he didn't say that last part he didn't say i feel like it's 50 50 really i don't think that's true he did say you asked a lot of questions and maybe that's why Mm. it seems like as though you know i talk more because you just elicit that more from me he did say that, but still, like I mentioned earlier, you got to take accountability for what you do and you don't do. Mm. So here's the question. If you're silent, what does he do? Oh, this is a great question. Mm. Let, because, let because you go first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about that. If you're silent, what does he do? I, I don't. I, I, have, I don't have. Oh, experience. there you go, girl. That's your homework. Go home. <laughs> you know what? That might Silence. be. That might. I'm gonna try that out. I'm gonna try that out. Uh, so, I usually if it's silent, I won't just. I won't be idle. I'll ask a question, and that okay. that's because that's my nature to yeah. do so. And <clears throat> so I've never really allowed for that. Question made space for that. Do you just start talking about stuff with you if it's silent? No, I'll ask uh, a question. Do you? No, I also. Oh, will, I also so will interesting. Share. So I um I, I do. I think that yeah, this is interesting. So yeah. I think that um this is really worth chatting about for a moment because I feel a little. I feel a little bad. I feel a little bad. Not a lot bad, just a little bad. That um I do think that I feel uncomfortable separate from the other person. I feel uncomfortable with long pauses in the conversation. I feel uncomfortable, and so I tend to fill them with a question when it's a new person who I don't know yet. Yeah, that when makes I sense. haven't determined whether I can trust this person, whether I trust them to want to know my shit. Yes, I'm not going to volunteer my stuff. I need to know that they want to know. Yeah, yeah. to feel safe. Totally. telling them. Yeah, so that once I'm sense. in a relationship, totally. I will volunteer things. Right. But until then, when I'm like getting to know a new person and that's for men or women. This yes, isn't, this yes, is like, yes. like I went out with someone the other person day that was a woman and there were a lot of pauses in the conversation. And I wasn't comfortable. I was like, I don't really know. Like, okay. Like I was uncomfortable. I was like, yeah. and I, and I, you know, filled it with questions. I also left, I'm practicing this more of like leaving more space. Mm. Didn't get filled. Like, did it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, okay, like, I guess I'll just, ask another question like so I don't so I like think that what you're saying is super valuable of like sometimes it's good to lean back and like let there be a pause and see if this person steps into it and I do I do recall one particular again date non-date I've been on a lot of date non-dates um with a guy and I had been asking him questions for like we were like driving somewhere that was really far away and um 
I had been asking him questions for most of the car ride. Wow. And then we got to where we were going and there was like a pause. Um, and it, it was like several minutes long, but we were like walking somewhere. So it wasn't quite as weird. We weren't like sitting across from the table, just staring at each other. Um, and then he asked me something and I was like, Oh, maybe it just takes this person longer to like get there. Um, I don't like totally know. Um, but that, that has been, um, not my experience more of the time than it has. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So like most of my, in my experience, most of the time that I stop and let there be a pause and allow for silence, it doesn't get filled by the other person or the other person asking me a question that has rarely been my experience. It has sometimes, but not all the time. I do want to stick with our format though, because I think it's valuable. So I do want to hear from you. Are you about done, though? the, you the, the not so great okay. story, and then we can? <clears throat> okay, so um, my story that I have very briefly is a guy that I dated that I really liked him when I met him because he was fun and I am silly, and it's two things I really value. And he was passionate about what he did, and what I loved about the connection in the first little bit—it was a short, um, kind of like a really, fling. yeah, kind of like a fling. I guess I wouldn't really label it a but short-term yeah. relationship. But yeah, kind of yeah, short-term. And he showed up really amazing for the first two weeks, and then I could tell an energetic shift. And this is the part that I want to talk about because the part that I loved was he was texting me throughout the day, sending me fun and silly, just like photos of him. He would ask me to FaceTime at night and ask me questions about my life. We had very different lives and backgrounds. Like, how's your screenplay going? Um, What's your, like, We talked about, like, you know, childhood and, like, where we grew up and how... So he would say, like, where'd you grow up? Yeah. And he would would share, too. He's like, I'm from here. This is da-da-da. Like, what was yours like? Okay. And, like, then he would ask me a question about that. And it felt really lovely to actually be like, wow, this person's, like, investing in me and they want to know and they're curious about my life. And that felt great. And then I could tell the energetic shift and the part where I didn't like, and this is the part where I felt like he took his attention off of me. And this is the part where if he had brought this person, when we first met the second version of him, I would not have been interested because I could energetically tell that I wasn't on his attention. He wasn't doing the things that he was doing in the beginning. And I was not as interested in him. I showed up the same way entirely the entirety of our connection, and it felt terrible. Part of also why it felt terrible was because he had gone from asking me about my life and checking in with me and being curious about my life to not oversharing, but mostly just talking about his life. Yeah. And not really checking in with me, definitely not asking follow-up questions about anything. And I think I have a pretty interesting life. (laughs) And definitely didn't feel like he wanted to get to know my thoughts around things and kind of stopped. It felt like he stopped getting to know me. That's mm. what it felt like. Mm-hmm. And that was the part where I was like, yeah, I'm sort of, I'm, my interest in him is waning. Yeah. And the, the second part to this, this is, which is really important for me at this stage is I really desire somebody who is attracted to me and desires me. And I noticed that that, com- that started completely shifting. And I felt like meaning you didn't feel desire. Meaning I did not I feel, feel desire, attra- and you yeah. didn't feel attraction. I did not. Him. Yeah, and and that also affected my attraction towards him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just qu- quality time or attention 
the amount of like time or energy he spent, you know, like even looking at me or like, you know, little, little touching. Like I notice things like we got out of the car, we walked to the grocery store, you like touch my hand, you grab my hand, you put your hand at my back, like something I really like. And this is something that I love, but this is particular to me when you show up at my door and you grab me and kiss me and grab my ass. I like that too. I love that. A lot of women like that. Okay. So (laughs) three women here, all three women love that. I love that. And he didn't do that one of the last times that he saw me and I did not like it. Um, so that was the, that was actually why I've started to become less interested. And I initiated a conversation to no longer be in a connection with him because all of those things felt so terrible to me. Yeah. I'm glad you're speaking to this because I think, um, I've had multiple experiences with this phenomenon and most of them have been like first dates, second dates, because at that point I'm sort of like, I feel like you're talking about yourself the whole time. I feel invisible. I don't want to see you again. Mm-hmm. But it's also true. Like I've had, I've definitely been in this in a, in a similar position. Thinking of one guy in particular, where I, we were dating, yeah. like we were together, and I felt like, yeah, he he had been asking me questions in the beginning, and then as the relationship went on, mm. I was like, oh, I don't like feel seen anymore, and I don't really feel like I don't feel attention on me, mm-hmm. and I I actually remember vividly like like crying again, like having an upset, big upset moment, um, actually in his presence. And he thought it was about something else, but I was having this whole experience of realizing like, I'm going to have to break up with this person. Yeah. Like I feel so unseen that I, I don't, this isn't, there's no glue here for me to feel bonded to you. And I think this is going to come up in the round of what, of when this has been present for us in relationship, that there's something deeply bonding about it. Yeah. That makes me want to be with this man. Yeah. And and I could feel in that moment that I was like, this is missing here. And this is this means this relationship's over. I think yeah. that's interesting because you get really sad and you cry. I tend to get angry. Mm. And then I have to process it because I tend to get angry at the other person. And then mm. I have to like go and process that on my own because obviously like nobody's doing anything to me. What is your experience? Both. I get okay. angry and then I get sad. <laughs> too that I, th- I think there's an undercurrent of resentment yeah, that it should be named yeah. here because I do I can I can definitely relate to the to the anger part too I guess maybe sadness comes up for me first I okay. don't know but I also think there's like a generalized feminine resentment Ooh. of like I want to feel known yeah. motherfucker like I fucking want to feel known like yeah. I want I want to feel known like okay, okay so I want to speak real quick yeah. because I am somebody and I know there's other women out that are like out there like me, that if you leave space, I will share. Even if it's a brand new person, the difference is, is I do have a friend right now that I share a lot of information with, a couple friends actually, when their space is in conversation, even if they don't ask me, the difference is, is the more I share is they will actually listen to me and I will feel their attention on me. Yeah. Even if they don't necessarily ask a million follow-up questions by what they say they will, I will know that they have heard me and understood me Mm. and are like almost like gathering information about me to put like in like the, this is the Z file. Mm. And I just feel that when I talk to them. And as long as I feel that presence, I will continue to share things with you that Mm. are important to me. Mm. It does feel nice to be asked follow-up questions. It really does. And for me, it's not like I'm going to break up with you if you don't do this thing. Mm -hmm. It's just, I really have to feel like I can share with you. And when I share that information is valued. Mm, right. Yeah. 
it sounds as though they're practicing active listening. Yeah. Because you can paraphrase, you know, you can actually speak and respond with, I guess, phrases, not necessarily questions, and still show that you're practicing active listening. Like, Mm -hmm. you heard, they heard what you were sharing, what you had to say. Yeah. Yeah, And I can tell that I find, yeah, I can feel their attention on you. I can tell that they, they find it, um compelling yeah or like or like oh cool like I'm getting to know Z right now like like there's a difference in the way that people's energy is with me when I'm like oh yeah I feel like I want to tell you more about my life now yeah and other people that when I'll say something and the way that they respond or their facial expression or just their energy I'm like yep don't really want to share more with you yeah and sort of even if you are asking forward questions if I don't feel like safe or like you if said you before, don't feel like, like they're listening to yeah, the answers like, I yeah. don't actually want to share with you right I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of what we're talking about is being a good listener. Yeah. Absolutely. And being curious. Yeah. Being curious. Absolutely. Okay, so let's shift into the men who were good listeners and the men who were good askers and what that did for us. Yeah. Um, I can start again. So um, I went on this date with somebody a while back, and it was really wonderful. Um, we started off at a drinks bar, and immediately what I loved about this person was um, – he complimented why he had asked me out. Mm. And so it was really interesting to get his perspective on already how he felt I was valuable to him. Uh, Can you be more specific? What did he Um, say? Yes. I asked you out because I love that you blank. Yeah. So basically what he said was, um, we were at a, we were at a film conference and, um, he had, he had been in some situation where, um, he'd been out of work for a little bit. And so he was a little bit out of the community and I think felt a little, you know, segregated and different. Um, and what had happened was I had leaned, the music was really loud and he had said something and I had leaned over and actually like touched his, his arm and his hand. And we were laughing about something, but it was because I wanted to show and connect across the table that like he was the one I was talking to, to, and he was important in that conversation. And in his experience as of late, because of his work situation, he hadn't been close with people. And so I don't think he'd got a lot of physical touch from women. And he actually said, when you touched me, not a lot of women have been doing that. And I noticed how you paid attention to me. And mm-hmm. I really appreciated that. And like, you are somebody that I can tell that your time and energy is important. And the people you choose to spend it with, like, I felt special in that moment. And that's why I wanted to spend more time with you. Mm-hmm. It was something like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, this guy's the shit. Because you felt seen. Yes. Yeah. It, was, it, yeah, it wasn't just yeah. like, oh, I think you're hot and wanted to go on a date with you. It was right. like, I actually noticed something about you that I actually like about myself. It was one of the qualities that I'm like, oh, wow, like you actually saw that about me? Like, that's really cool. Yeah. And like, yeah. I feel valued already. Yeah. yeah. So, and that was the beginning of the day. That was the beginning of the day. Yeah. Right. And we went on to talk about really deep, cool stuff, like stuff that, you know, is like, you're high at slumber parties and talking about past lives and things you might've been. And it was just like, it just slid into the conversation from the beginning. And so he was asking very good questions. And he was also, he was sharing a little bit more at the beginning, I realized. And then what was cool is after we got a drink, he was like, all right, we're going to move to this other spot. And he'd had a whole nother restaurant down the road that we walked to, to go to eat dinner. And at dinner, um, he knew that I was a writer and an actress and all this stuff. So he asked me specific questions about that. Yeah. And I remember us playing. Like, what's the favorite thing? What's your favorite thing you've written? Um, or yeah, or like, 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 tell or, me a little bit about your writing. Great. And, tell me about um, your writing. 
tell me about like what, like what, uh, I think I talked about themes that I write in, like things that are important that I write in. He was also a writer. So he could have shared probably for hours about his own writing, Yeah. but he actually asked me a lot of questions about what I wrote, why I wrote what I wrote, why I was curious about it. And then I remember him asking me if he could read a book that was, is never published and is still not published because it's not finished. Um, I said yes. And I sent it to him because I trusted him after this date. He read it. He put attention. Yeah. He read the entire thing. Not only did he read it, but he actually, um, gave me really honest feedback, which some of it was, you know, it wasn't just like, Oh, this is great. You're the best, which a lot of people do. He gave me some feedback that was, you know, these are the things that I, what I feel he didn't say that, but these are the things I feel you need to work on in the story. These are your strengths. These are your weaknesses. And actually gave me two books that modeled some of his feedback. Mm. He was like, these are two books. This is the feedback I gave for this particular arena. And these are two books I'd recommend to read to work on these two things. Which is kind of a risk because you didn't ask him for that feedback, right? But he had earned your trust because he had put attention on you repeatedly and sustained that attention, which earned your trust. And he took the entire time it took to read a manuscript of mine. Which was, I mean, I don't know how, it's like the first draft of it, but he read the entire manuscript in full. Yeah. So he had spent time, even if he hadn't spent time physically with me, he'd spent time with me. Investing in me. Because this is something that I'm passionate about and he was investing in me. And if you invest in me, I mean, unless you're telling me total shit feedback, I respect you as a writer. I really respect the fact that you invested your time and you have a right to talk to me about writing now. I, I welcome it. Right. And I think that he, I think that he did actually say it wasn't unsolicited. He did say, would you like to hear feedback? Would you like me to critique it? Would you like my data? That's important. Yeah. 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 And so he it, like, basically I always felt very special, valued and important when I was with him because he put attention on you. Yeah. Because he put attention on me. Great. And really knew me like really invested in getting to know me. Yeah. That's a good example. Yeah. That's great. Yes. Yeah. Something that resonated with me from what you had shared with me is that you love when people love about you the things that you love about yourself. Yeah. When mm. they see them and acknowledge them. And right. Name like, them. Oh my and God, name you them. saw that. And right. yeah, I love that about right. myself. Right. That's so cool. Right. And I think that's, I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it's also true for myself mm-hmm. in that I also really, really, really love and appreciate people who notice the things in me that, you know, I, I'm similar to Mel. I don't openly share. I don't openly kind of share things with, with people. I kind of have to, you kind of have to evoke it from me, right? You have try to, it out of her. And, and, just, and it's, it's, and not, it's really not hard. Crying, yeah, it's not no, hard, it's yeah. not. No, it's not a you crying. Just ask and care. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. I generally, just don't trust people to ask good questions as Mel mentioned, both men and women. And so that's why, you know, and I love, I do love just, you know, making people feel special. So that's why I innately ask a lot of questions, but anyway, so my ex-boyfriend who I so dearly loved and cherished with all my heart and soul was great at asking questions and putting attention on me. And can't at this point I can't provide specific stories or examples of I remember one do you the fashion one okay oh, yeah yeah. Right. Fashion one is yeah. So good. yeah I don't I don't remember how that played out specifically that's what I, I'm that's what I meant to say but 
so essentially my ex-boyfriend knew about me, knew my goals and dreams and ambitions that I honestly haven't shared with maybe anyone else. And it's because he asked. It's because he asked. Right, right. And paid attention. Right, right. And one of them was... Wanting to be a fashion consultant or working in fashion somehow because he was like, you have this gift and, you know, you really got to, you really got to use it, hon. Um, And, you know, I I wouldn't, I don't, I don't openly share that sort of information unless you ask and unless you like earn my trust. And so he was probably the only person that I've kind of shared that with other than now all of you <laughs> now the entire universe the entire <laughs> world now podcast. Yeah. Um, but he but he also followed up with that it wasn't just like what's one of your passions that you haven't told a lot of people about right you said fashion he was like cool right like it, it was like <laughs> i feel so shitty well that's the, right exactly right. like it's right like, he asked, like why what is it about that or right. something and you were like i don't know it's just it's creative right it's just creativity for creativity's right. sake or whatever you say right. and then down the line he checked in with you about that exactly yeah so, yeah. yeah he would help me say sort of accountable and he would ask you know how's that going or what what sort of steps are you taking towards being able to do that you know so he was genuinely curious and encouraged me and and pushed me to you know didn't he also goals. like connect you with friends of people he that did. he knew in the industry too yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was for the, the other dream that I had. Mm, I've had okay. many, many dreams that uh, all my I dreams have, that haven't culminated. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about oh, it. Girl. I'm, I'm, about I'm it. working on it, y'all. I'm working on it one day at a time. Anyway, so I wanted to. At one point, I wanted to work in videography at BuzzFeed, and he had connected me with friends that he knew that who worked at BuzzFeed. That's so, a great example. Yeah. yeah. So. And what was the effect of that? I loved him. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. You loved him. You stayed with him. Yeah. yeah. You were deeply committed to oh, him. Totally. You fell in love with him. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All of the above. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Great example. Thank you. Um, I just, yeah, I just kind of want to highlight that of like, like, I would say, you know, we're, we're everyone in this room is pretty picky, right? Yeah. We're pretty picky. We have a pretty like high bar, whatever. And um, I think that we've all been out with, you know, lots of men on first dates or or insta dates, whatever, like getting to know men. And this skill is, I would say, one of the main make or break moments very early on. Yeah that either has us want to go out with that man again or not. And so this ex-boyfriend of yours early on had been putting attention on you. And so there was yeah. a, there was a foundation, there was a basis of like, yeah. oh, I do I want to get to know this man better. I feel safe with this man. Yeah. I want to surrender to this man. Like I want to give myself to this man. I want to have sex with this man. Like all of the things that go into not just a sexual relationship but a relationship, like a mm-hmm. full-on committed relationship like this is this is a foundational skill yeah okay cool um so like my story takes place at adult summer camp mm-hmm. which is summer camp for adults not um you know adult X-rated. summer camp apparently <laughs> some people think when you say adult summer camp that it's like, like yeah. oh so it's just a, it's a big orgy. <laughs> it's a big orgy this was not a big orgy um uh, 
So anyway, so I met this guy and at first I was not, didn't even notice him as like a, you know, potential hookup person. I was just like, oh, okay, there's some guy, whatever. Um, but we ended up at the same workshop and I was starting to get to know him better. And he was, um, really good at this, this skill of putting attention on me. And it was, um, in kind of like a slower way. Like not like sort of what we were talking about of like someone who leaves space for you to share, but Mm -hmm. genuinely leaves space for you to share. Mm -hmm. They're not, they're not, they're not sharing. They're not, he's not talking about himself. He wasn't talking about himself all the time, but he also wasn't like boom, 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 asking questions, asking questions. It was more like he had his attention on me. Mm. Right. And he was like with me. And when I would share, he would ask another question, but I could feel that he was with me. Right. So. Yeah. So, um, long story short, I'm like getting to know him over like a couple of days and, um, feeling kind of like more and more seen as the days are going on. And, um, we ended up hooking up like one of the last nights and I was, uh, a t- facilitating, facilitating a workshop at this camp and that, and mine was on the last day. So like we probably hooked up on like a Saturday night and I was teaching Sunday morning or whatever it was. Um, first of all, he came to my workshop, which was at like eight in the morning. It was fucking early. That's important. Yeah. And I felt really supported by the, the fact that he like showed up to this workshop that I was teaching. And so I teach the workshop and he knew that I had been nervous about it, like pretty nervous about it. Kind of a hot mess. And so I do the workshop. We leave the workshop. It was sort of like there were several things happening back to back. And so we didn't really check in after we ended up going to the same thing the next couple of hours, whatever. And then it was lunch. And so we ended that other experience and we were walking to lunch and he like put his hand on my back and he was like, all these people came to your workshop. How do you feel? And I felt really seen in that moment. Like there were any number of things that he could have said in that moment. Mm -hmm. He could have talked about the sound bath that we had just done. He could have talked about himself. He could have talked about like the end of camp. He could have talked about lunch. He could have talked about any number of things. And he asked me a question that kind of like took the position of like, what's going on in her world. Right. Like he sort of felt into like her world and like, what's, you know, like there was an orientation there that I was like, wow, this is the kind of man I could love. Mm. Like that was my first thought was like, wow, you that's advanced like because a whole bunch of other things had happened since that workshop you know what I'm saying like it wasn't like a given it wasn't like we walked out of my workshop and he was like how are you feeling you know what I mean you just taught this workshop all this stuff had happened there were people around like stuff was going on and he still like had his attention on me and that moment was and I'd known this person for like three or four days it was not that long Mm. but that that occurred to me of like this is a man I could love that's like pretty Powerful. big. That's like pretty Those are big, some right? Words. Those are, <laughs> right? Like, this is um, this is yeah. This is a, the kind of thing that I feel like is again sort of like not taught in our culture, and so yeah. men are out there just sort of like hit or miss. Like some, you know, I feel like if I were a man going through this world, I feel like very few women give men feedback valuable feedback, right? Mm-hmm. They might yell at them or like shame them or criticize them, but like valuable feedback of like, I would love this. Like this would make me feel close to you. 
is very, very rare. And so it's sort of this hit or miss thing of like, they're just trying things out. And like, sometimes things work and sometimes things don't work. And I kind of wanted to bring this to light because this feels like a developable skill. Like being able to put your attention on a woman, ask deep, thoughtful questions, follow up questions, active listening, that kind of stuff. That's like, when this skill is cultivated, paired with like, bring in your sexual power, like bringing your sexuality to the equation, those two things combined mm-hmm. make us fall in love yeah. with you. Yeah. And one without the other doesn't really work, yeah. right? Because if a man is just bringing his sexual power, I don't know about you guys, but like I've had one night stands. Like I've like slept with guys and been like, yeah, you can't really put your attention on me, but like I kind of want to get laid. Right. But I'm not going to be in a relationship with that guy. And some of those guys nope. have really liked me. And I've been like, Nope. Like that's, you can't, like, I don't feel seen by you at all. Or, you know, there's the opposite of like, yeah, I feel seen by you, but I can't feel your, feel your power. Like I need to be able to feel that to like fall in love when those two things are combined. Like Mm. shit, man. Knock it out of the park. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I just want to like kind of touch on, we, you know, we've sort of like Mm -hmm. danced around this a little bit, but you know, what for you, like, especially for you now, like, what is it? in the moment that has you feel reticent, like feel hesitant about sort of speaking up for like wanting more attention. Cause I know what it is for me. And I'm curious, like, mm-hmm. I think as a man listening could be like, Oh, well, like, why don't you just tell me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think most men would say, why that. don't you just tell me like in the moment, like, Hey, like, Hey dude, like you've been talking for a long time. Like let's switch it up. You know, yeah. like what is it that prevents yeah. you from saying that? For me, it's a fear of being perceived as selfish. Mm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I want, I am, I am generous and I want to be perceived as generous. Mm. I want to be able, I want people to feel as though I, they're worth my time. Mm. You know, they're valuable and they're special and unique. Mm. So I'm afraid that if, I ask for more attention, then that's going to be selfish or, you know, be out of self-interest or mm. yeah. greedy. I don't know. Yeah. I can relate to that. Yeah. Mine is, um, yeah, I'm afraid that uh, if I say like, hey, we've been talking about you for a long time, like I would love some attention too, that he will say like, well, screw you. Like, why should we, I don't know, some, some, like, basically that I'll be attacked in mm-hmm. some way. Yeah. Um, and that, and similarly, like, selfish and also, like, ungrateful. Yeah. Something around, like, ungrateful. Like, you're such an ungrateful, greedy little bitch. Like, yeah. that's gross or something like, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think that's rational or yeah. anything, <laughs> obviously. But, but I think it's important to sort of name, like, it's extremely challenging mm-hmm. for for me and I think a lot of women to actually speak up about this in the moment. And it comes from a pretty deep place of, of fear. It's not just like – like I guess my point is like we're not just sitting there withholding and being like, you're not asking me enough questions. I'm like reeling you out right now. Like that's not been my experience. Mm-hmm. My experience is like I'm starting to like collapse and withdraw into a little puddle of sadness inside. Oh, God. And it's not that I'm, like, you know, angrily or resentfully, like, judging the man. I'm just, like, curling up and I kind of want to die and I feel invisible. And I'm, like, slowly withdrawing. It's not that I'm, like, 
you know, punishing him or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's not been Secretly my experience. Judging exactly. You I'm not, that's not yeah. been my experience. It's more like, like, oh I just feel God. so sad. It's got this little image of like a flower, a little, just like wilting, yes, wilting, a, wilting, 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 the only time was that man who texted me and was like, hey, I, I noticed I talked a lot. I want to hear more about you. Yeah. I feel bad about this. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I talked too much, basically. Like, he was the only one that I was like, okay, I feel yeah. I feel like I don't feel invisible anymore. I feel like he reflected on the date and, like, noticed I was there, if that makes that sense. that establishes trust, Yes, too, it is. And, it, and self-reflection. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I was like, okay, like, cool. I would I would go out with that man again. And, and sort of, like, extend myself and, like, and it feels like that of extending myself. Like, will you want to know who I am this time? Mm-hmm. Like, will I feel seen this time? Like, it feels like, honestly, it feels like kind of a risk, interestingly. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to, like, mention mm-hmm. that, like, there is a deep reason, I think, for every woman that doesn't feel safe to speak up for her need for attention. There's a deep reason why. It's not just she's like withhold you know what I mean like withholding yeah, it yeah. like a like a mean-spirited totally. I don't know person totally um and I think so the interesting thing is I am somebody that I will actually say um like okay so ask me a question and I'll say it really cute and yep. flirty and girly and I've had the response that literally guys will be like shocked by this because I, I am direct, but I'm usually direct in like a flirty kind way. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I, my experience is guys don't know how to take it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I am dying to know yes, what they say. Guys don't know how to take this. And so a lot of times they will look at me with a, like a flash of horror and horror and yeah, horror because I'm from Boston accent and they'll literally be like, Oh, well, um, what, what, what do you want me to ask you? And then I'm like, I don't know. What are you curious about? And then the conversation sort of goes like this. Well, I mean, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, so take a good look at me. Go ahead and look into my eyeballs. (laughs) Look in my face. Take a breath. What are you curious about? Mm. And a lot of times in my experience, guys don't know what to do with that. And I think that my experience of that is the impact on me is that I'm pretty disappointed. Yeah. Because especially if I am giving you feedback or, and and part of mine is I really love to play. So part of the reason I do that is like, I want to see if you can play with me. Mm. So honestly, I don't give a fuck if you ask me like, what's your favorite color of ice cream? Like, it doesn't really matter. I just want to know that you can play with me and Mm. that like, there's that childlike part of you that's exciting and curious and wants to adventure. And like, I do think that there is a lot of pressure around having dates and having to be this person and ask these right questions and blah, 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 blah. I think that there are a lot of women out there like me that, and lots of women, like the two in the room too, that we want fun and play and adventure. Mm -hmm. Those are like three of my highest values in relationship. But basically I want to know, can you play with me? Mm -hmm. Because to be honest, like the other stuff is going to come. I am going to get to know you, but like, can you play with me? Do you want to explore with me? Are you fun to hang out with? Because honestly, like if I don't have fun with you, why are we even wasting our time on dates? Yeah. So if a woman shares with you, that's something that you can actually really do. And you can practice this with friends too. It doesn't have to be romantic people. Like yeah. just look at them, take a breath and like, 
what are you curious about? Yeah. Like there's so like I can look at Nancy right now and I have like 50 questions I want to ask her just by like the little look she's You also, also know her really well, so that's cheating that's a little true, bit. That's true. But I really like where you're going with this because um, uh, there's a game that we teach in Authentic Relating, which is curiosity. And this is a really good game to play on a date. And the way it works is you you set a timer for 10 minutes or whatever you decide to do, but I think 10 minutes is pretty good. And then you play, and I think if, if you're a man, it's great to lead this as in you're going to be putting attention on her, right? Mm-hmm. So for 10 minutes, like, if you're leading, she's like, let's play a game. Do you want to play a game? Of course she's going to yes. say yes. Like, if your woman is like, no, like, you've got and bigger issues, like, the date. date is already not going well. <laughs> so, <laughs> but if she's like, yeah, like, okay, we're going to play a game. It's called Curiosity. So for 10 minutes, I'm going to put my attention on you, and I'm going to ask you questions. And you can always not answer and a question. you can always yes. not answer a question because you are a grown-ass woman. Yes. Um, or a man. Right, but this is him yes, leading, yes, correct, leading putting attention on her. Um, and the only rule of the game is that I have to be genuinely curious about the question. Oh my god, I love that. That's the only rule. Only rule. So, so much like, fun. you can only ask a question like, "What do you do?" If you actually care about that, if you don't give a shit about it, don't ask that question. Yeah. And then you can switch. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of games like this is the switching off means that both of you get attention yeah right because i've i've talked to multiple guys who are like well i want attention too we all like, want, want attention right. and yeah. i want to give you attention as a dude yeah. i really do i really want to hear your stories I think and there's get to something know you. important about the the polarity of a man putting attention on yeah. the feminine that like lights the feminine up totally. and pre- generates polarity and attraction and like yeah. hot sexy things that you want her sexy to feel like, like on yeah. a date and with you like it's this is important yeah um so anyway, so I wanted to mention that that curiosity game, and you had a fun story about this oh last God. time. Okay, I did. <laughs> um, so I actually played this game on a date where um, did you lead or did he? I'm curious. I I led. You led it. Yeah, okay, I led because what I realized from this person is that we were having a conversation, and he wasn't really asking questions, and I noticed there was some discomfort, and so I finally just called it out, and we had a conversation. How did you call it out? What did you say? Um, I think I said, I feel like you you want to ask me things, but like you don't ask me anything. I'm curious why. And he said, we ended up having this conversation about how in his family of origin, there was no emotion showed and you did not ask questions. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that he's unique in this. I think in a lot of families, emotion was not showed or certain emotions were not allowed to be showed. And so a lot of people grow up being very uncomfortable to ask open questions with people. Or more meaningful questions. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so, or just even questions in general, to be honest with a lot of families. And so I was like, I was like, do you want to play a game? And he was like, "Uh, okay. And so I was like, okay, this is the game. I was like, I'm going to stand here. I'm going to sit here across the table and you're just going to look at me and then you can ask me anything you want to ask me. And he's like, oh my God, does that mean you have to answer? And I was like, I was like, I might not answer. I, I, I like, I respect the chance to veto, but I'm going to be honest. I'm pretty open. So if you ask me an honest question and I feel like you're really curious, you're, I'm prob- probably you're, gonna you're probably yeah. going to get an answer. Yeah. And so he was like, oh shit. And we sat there for probably four minutes in silence because he was going through this extreme discomfort of, you know, because this is his family of origin, you know, and like, you're not taught to do these things. And four minutes is a long uh, time. It was, it was probably maybe I want to say it was felt like a really long time and he wanted to give up. He he was like, no. And I was like, no, 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 no. I want to play this. Like, let's do it. 
And like, I, I, I liked him, you know, like, I mean, he wasn't being weird. Emotions yeah, yeah. Or, he literally was just uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and I, at one point was like, we can totally stop if you want. And I feel like this is going to be really fun. Like, yeah, you can really ask me anything. Like it's safe. Like ask me what you want to ask me. Yeah. Come on. Let's just, like, and I think that I said, like, let's just play. Let's just play. Consider mm-hmm. it like playing. Like let's play. Mm-hmm. And, um, Eventually, I think he asked me some questions, like, you know, to test the waters. And then the question that he asked me, which is so adorable, is, uh, it was my, like one of my favorite questions. He was like, how do you like to be kissed? And I was like, oh my God, I love that question. And so I answered him. And then he had a follow-up question, which was, can I kiss you? Uh-huh. And so, and so I was like, yes. <laughs> um, and then it was cute because then his follow-up question to that was, how was it? And then his follow-up question to that was, can I do it again? <laughs> Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, yeah. Dude, this is really smart. And it was great. Like, it was really great. And it also made me realize, I mean, I realized this already in my life. I'm a therapist. But you just never know how people grew up. Mm. So a lot of times when you're on a date, it's not as though people are trying to be malicious or Mm. not, like, withhold or whatever. There's a lot of shit that happens in Mm. families and in life that we're not aware of when we're first getting to know people. Yeah. And there's a lot of heartbreak and a lot of bad relationships and a lot of trust issues. And it's not like people are doing this on purpose. Sometimes you might, as a confident, solid person, if you do your own work, you can also provide a safer space mm. for the date and actually infuse it with more fun and play and creativity and see if they can show up for that, mm-hmm. you know, as a man or as a woman. Yeah. And if both people are doing that, it's so fun. Yeah. Like, yeah. And speaking of uh, if you do, you know, kind of resonate with that and like maybe you weren't asked deeper questions like growing up or anything um I just did a quick like search on Amazon just like deep questions Mm. and there are these card games there's one called our moments which is actually made for couples um it's a hundred thought-provoking question starters sorry conversation starters for great relationships and um even if you aren't in a relationship just like getting a game like a a, what's it called a deck like that or something and just going through and reading the questions could be a good idea to just have some in your back pocket or just be like oh wow I would never have thought to ask that but that's like a really smart thing to you know mm-hmm. to to be able to do whether it's a first date or someone that you've been you that you're in a relationship with because mm-hmm. like we were saying before this is like something that more than one of us in the room has had the experience of like oh it was there for like six days or whatever and then it kind of went away and it was sort of like oh so did my lady boner like I don't feel (laughs) I don't feel seen anymore you know what I mean like and now I feel a little bit trapped or like a little weird because I'm like oh it was there now it's not here and so I don't know what to do about it it's like very confusing right consistency is fucking huge oh my so yeah so even if you're in a relationship you know this kind of deck right there are also books there's one here called big talk Skip small talk, make meaningful conversation, unique conversation starters. Like, yeah. dude, you can even, like, bring it on a date and be like, let's yeah. pick pick one from the deck. Yeah. Why not? And then you alternate, and then you both answer. Like, if the girl doesn't want to do it, lame. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if the girl doesn't want to do it, like, lame. maybe that's a red flag. I don't know. I'm What's fine. one of your favorite questions, Nance? Oh, my gosh. Ooh. I don't know. Oh, oh my God. Okay, wait. I have a better question. <laughs> what, what's a question that you really want to be asked? Ooh. That's what? a great question. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> so cute. I don't know. Around my – I guess it's what I – what 
I just talked about earlier that uh, you about know, your goals uh, and dreams. Yeah, yeah. The sort of questions that my ex asked me. What are your secret really, goals and dreams? Exactly. Mm. Like, what are aspirations that you have that you typically don't share with mm. others that mm. not a lot of people know about? Right? Is that? Yeah. It's deep real quick. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because yeah. if you choose to share, they're going to get to know a part of who you really are and something right. that's really important to you. Yeah. 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 And I want to, before we kind of pivot elsewhere, I really want to say that those resources, the fact that they exist and they're out in the world and that they're readily accessible is exactly why I said you have to take accountability for the things that you do and you do not do. Yeah. Because they're there. You're just not utilizing them. You're not, you know, being deliberate or intentional about seeking them out to be better, do better. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, this is all, this all comes down to science. They, they studies have shown that people both leave the conversation feeling the best when each person has shared, has spoke about 50% of the time. Mm. Ah, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't read that, but I like that. I that feels true. That makes sense to though, me. Because you want that to connect again. Both of you want to connect again because right. both of you felt seen and heard. Right. Yeah. Ideally, right. Obviously. Right. It's a win-win situation. Win-win. Win-win. Oh, I love that. Win-win. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that makes a lot of sense, and it doesn't have to all be like I speak for two minutes, you speak for two minutes, I speak for two minutes. It could be like right. one person is speaking for twelve minutes, but then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be clinical or, you know, yeah. super structured or anything. Like, hey, I'm, I'm going to pull out my timer. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> You've done. Exactly two minutes. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> Move, bitch. Get out the way. My turn. Okay. <laughs> so any last burning shares or things that you want to um, get across in terms of this topic? the gents. Yeah. Yes. So I have found a lot that it's very surprising to me that, um, men actually do notice a lot of things. Um, I have found recently, yeah. especially with a couple of my guy friends, um, and I live in a communal house that they know a lot of stuff about me that I don't realize they're paying attention to. Mm, they're and just when, not speaking yes, to it. And when they share it with me, I feel so seen and loved. How does that, what does that sound like when um, they share it with you? That sounds like uh, a roommate the other day and I were talking and he said, I, I was sharing something about um, some something I was processing and he said, oh, that makes sense. The other day I saw you and you were talking about something to a person and you weren't having this emotion towards the person. I could tell it wasn't towards them but you shifted and tightened your jaw. Mm. And I knew that was about something. And I, I kind of guessed that it was about some rage, but it wasn't at the person you were talking to. And I, I just kind of, he just put it in the back of his mind. And I was telling him a story in which I had said, yeah, and then, you know, when I notice I get really rageful and blah, 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 I notice I bare my teeth when I talk to somebody. And I've only done it a couple times. And then he mentioned that. And I was like, oh my God, when did I do that? Who was I with? And it just blows my mind away that men are actually paying quite a bit of detailed attention. They're just not sharing this. Mm -hmm. And so it does feel like I feel very loved when my roommates or my male friends or people point things out that they've noticed about me. Mm. Like one of them said, oh yeah, you've been doing a lot of comforting things the last two weeks from your childhood. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What does that mean? Comforting things? Like, I guess 
things that I've been saying or doing, they've been bookmarking because I have been processing, you know, my little fling breakup. <laughs> and I guess I've been doing more self-comforting, oh, soothing I see. things. Self-soothing stuff. Yeah. Okay. And they actually pointed out that maybe I had mentioned that they were things I liked from childhood or things that were soothing to me. And so I, I kind of just assume sometimes people aren't paying attention, but I think that's because one of my love languages is, is, um, words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. So when people tell me these things, I'm like, Oh wow, I feel a lot more seen and loved. And now I actually want to share more things with you openly. Yeah. So if you're a guy that does this, and I think a lot of guys do this, it's nice to make the other person aware of them. Like verbalize it, verbalize it. Yeah. 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 I would say I'm thinking of this image that I'm going to share here. It feels like, you know, when I go out on a date with a man who talks about himself a lot, it, it feels as though he is fluffing himself up like he's like a peacock right And he's opening up his feathers yeah. and making himself be big yeah. and bold and look at me I'm so great and wonderful yeah. and beautiful and they're not doing that for their the women that that they're with so really putting your your attention on the woman and allowing her to also be a peacock and to open up and show communicate to you and show you why she's wonderful and beautiful and awesome as well. So Mm. be a peacock. (laughs) Don't be a cock. (laughs) That would make a great And also let her be a peacock too. Yeah. I think my, my, the image coming to me is that masculine attention is like the sun and a woman is like a flower. And she wants to open up in the sunlight. Mm. So when you put your attention on her, she opens, she blossoms, she flowers, she's excited, she wants to see you again. Like all these good things happen. And that is a buildable skill. It is not something you're born with or not born with. This is something that you develop and get even better at and even better at and even better at. And it's so doable. That's what I want to leave the conversation with. And it'll make you doable. (laughs) Hey guys, thanks for listening. Just again, a quick note. If you're interested in the course, you can find it at pleaseherinbed.com, www.pleaseherinbed.com or at my site, melaniecurtain.com under courses and have a very sexy day.